Welcome back into the podcast. Um, it's been a while. The last episode I put out was Joe Sambo, and uh, I'm still trying to catch up on like these six episodes I've had since uh, probably the beginning of the summer or so. I've just been so busy. COVID's still around. Um, I'm full time at Under Armour now, so you know you sit there for nine hours a day staring at a screen over here, and then it makes me not want to stare at this screen for another eight hours while I edit each episode. But I will get these out. And then uh, going into this year, 2022, we will definitely be working on fixing up the format, getting it a little bit structured. Uh, maybe even go back to some old uh, graphics I had because I, I love the ones I have now, but I really like the uh, kind of that whole concept with the microphone and the the planet and the stars and stuff. It kind of really encompasses the podcast and that I have multiple fascinations other than just music. Um Today we got a good one. I'm not going to do too much of an intro because um, it is a long episode. Uh, this season we're trying to do like 20, 30 minute segments with people because it's easier to get some of these bigger names on for a shorter period of time. And then I'll usually fill it with, uh, you know, weekly, more current stuff in the beginning in the intro or topics that I know the artist might not be into, but I'm into. So I'll go ahead and do some topics off of that. And that way I'm not forcing... <laughs> I'm not forcing these people to talk about aliens or anything like that. So I do apologize. I recently also had knee surgery. So sucks I've gained a little bit of weight. But um, once I get this knee back right, I'll be able to work out again. So that's a big thing for me was uh, and a big reason why I have not been putting out these episodes as as much as I'd like. And I really went into this year or even the end of last year thinking, I really got to catch up. I really want to get this stuff out and keep it current. And But I also don't want to, you know, I've said this a few times, I don't want to stress myself out doing this. So um, so today we have Tom from the Supervillains on. We're kind of continuing that Law Records thing. I did say before that this was going to be like a month of Law Records, and then I put out Vanna and Joe, and then I didn't put anyone else out because, again, started working full-time. And uh, it's just been a lot, but uh, I'm excited to get this one out finally. The next one that's coming up, I'm probably going to push it quicker, is going to be Sideways. And um, I was going to do it two episodes because I also did an episode with Dana, who is their kind of producer, and he's also in the band, wrote a lot of the stuff with them when they were on the East Coast, and is kind of still a member, just not maybe a touring member now. But uh, I did two episodes with them, so I was going to have a week of full sideways. And they're also going to have an episode out with uh, Duddy from the Dirty Heads. So look forward to that. It should be coming out in January, February. But that's why I wanted to get mine out because I was like, wait, if I wait too long on these guys and I just keep pushing it off, Duddy's going to have one that comes out, and then people are going to think I'm ripping off of him and then having side. So I want to get mine out because I've had it here for a while. So we'll get that one out next, hopefully this week or next week as well. And then... uh, have Kyle Rising even I still have I have to go through and a bunch of other artists actually and then once I get those together and I do apologize because the beginning of the season has been very honky like you're seeing different outfits for the same episode and stuff because I'm basically taking the interview and then inserting it instead of going and finding what I wore that day it's just like I'll just put this in but anyway, I wanted to try to get this a little bit smoother uh, going forward, and I think I can do that by keeping these segments shorter and then keeping what I want to talk about interesting to me before and after and then uh, being able to fill that hour but at the same time putting out you know, consistent content. 
So let's not waste any more time. I was going to give a rundown of what we talked about, but enjoy the episode. This is Tom from the Supervillains. What's going on, brother? How are you? I'm doing good, man. Thank you so you much. Doing? Yeah, good, man. Thank you so much for taking uh, time to hang out with me today. I look forward to this one because uh, I had Nick on earlier uh, last season, and uh, he talked so highly about you. And uh, I've never actually gotten to meet you in person, even though I've, like, officially. Like, I've definitely met you at a show or said hi, but you never where you would is, know I was who I am. Ask you, I was like, where the hell did we meet? <laughs> yeah. It's like, I know you, but I don't, I don't know how I know you. <laughs> I mean, I've been to so Man, it's just crazy. Uh, I mean, you've been with Supervillains for going on 10 years, or if not more now, about 10 years? Uh, 2010, so 11 years. 10, 2010. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Um, I see you play uh, a lot of instruments, piano, guitar. I'm sure you could even play bass, maybe a little drum. Did you start off on piano? I did actually. I knew uh, I'm not. I'm not very good at it. I'm yeah, a much better guitar player, but mm-hmm. <laughs> but I did start on piano. So I knew that too, and I got excited because that was my first instrument. I'm adopted, and so I have a white family. And uh, I think when they adopted me, like, what's the most Asian instrument we can make them play? And, <laughs> and so and so they made me. <laughs> they made me and my sister. I played piano, and my sister played violin. And we used to go to those actual recitals and like music theory classes, and have to do all that stuff. And uh, from piano, man, I learned every instrument. I mean, my dad taught me guitar, but if I take the the keys and I turn it up, it's whole notes, half notes, chord progressions are still pretty much the same. I know it's a little different, obviously, but like that's really yeah, but not really. Yeah, not really. White. That's how I always uh, I always reference like when I learned like a, uh, I got really obsessed with the ukulele in the past couple I years. Saw that, yeah. And I just like you know, I mean, it all comes back to piano, you know. I think the biggest reason I got into supervillains when I was younger was uh, the fact that you guys don't aren't just ska and you know reggae and stuff like that. It really is a mix of so many different genres. When you joined the band, was that something that you guys either keep in the back of your mind or is it whatever comes naturally? Um. Well, yeah. I mean, it's a lot of that. Uh, I mean, Dom and Skirt are like the songwriters, right. you know. And all of us are just—I mean, we write our own parts, but we're just embellishing their ideas. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, hey, we got to bring this more, bring this life. You know, it needs some lead guitar, it needs piano, it needs all this stuff. Um, but yeah, we are not a reggae or ska band. Like, we call it swamp reggae, but oh uh, uh, yeah, that. we're working on a. Like, we got some new. We're working on two different albums at once. Wow, uh, Supervillains Undercover. It's like going to be just a cover album. Oh, and cool. Follow up to uh, Robots. It's called Drones, and that's just. I got to tell you, it's uh, really out there. <laughs> That's awesome, though. I, I mean, I love seeing when artists change. And I always notice the first thing is the fans are like, oh, you guys sold out or this stinks or whatever. But I'm like, you, you, can't, you can't expect a band to always play the same things. And then if you're thinking about a set list, yeah, the album might be different. But just them incorporating one or two different songs into the set list, even if they still keep most of their old sound, is what creates that energy and that difference you know the uniqueness 
Yeah. I mean, it's like, I don't understand the whole sold out thing. It's like, I mean, as soon as you make a t-shirt and try to sell it to somebody, you're selling out. Yeah. <laughs> with your, uh, with your new album, you guys have worked with law in the past and you guys have also done your own with Ra 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 records. Is this new album going to be under law or is this something that you guys are going to release yourselves again? And, uh, Man, Dom's car don't hate me. I have no idea. <laughs> oh, that's okay. And I wasn't I'm even sure. sure if we could talk about it, but I just... would imagine it would be under law. Uh-huh. Um, like I said, Ra 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 was kind of just like a, just kind of like a spinoff idea. Like we had a couple other bands, uh, a band in the West, a band called The Attack. Um, mm-hmm. And this wasn't even my thing. This was just Dom's thing. Right. And then I think after doing that, it was just kind of like a little overwhelming trying to start a record label and lead a band. Mm-hmm. You know. Um. I could be completely, you know, completely wrong on the whole. Yeah. There could be more to that, <laughs> obviously. Um, but yeah, and then and then having like Law Records behind you. I mean, just marketing and getting getting letting people see that you have a new album out. Having a record label is just ideal. I think music is cyclical, and I really do feel like heavier music and rock music and stuff is making a comeback or will in the next couple of years. And I'm really trying to get on top of that curve because it's the music I. I've always grown up like all this stuff back here. A lot of yeah, these I mean, shows are from like the nineties and two thousands, you know? And I, I don't think it ever went anywhere. You know, I feel like it's uh changed audiences a little bit. Like, <sighs> well, I know, but, so like, cause I used to love heavier music and then there's a lot of bands right now that I'm like, you know, I'm not, not too big on in the heavier scene, but then there's other ones like Sepultura and like Opeth. <laughs> like, I don't know. There's a lot of metal bands out there. Devin Townsend project. Yeah. I'm really into that shit. Uh, but then there's other ones that are like a little more, I don't know how to say, engineered. Oh yeah, the know? butt, some of the butt rock stuff and yeah, and all that stuff. You know, too into that <laughs> stuff. You know. <laughs> yeah, me either. The only butt rock band I think I ever really liked was like Buck Cherry had a couple good singles out, where and I saw them live and they fucking crushed. But those guys are certainly really? oh my god, they were so. The, I mean, the guy had to have been coked out or out of his mind or something all the videos i've seen of them play live are that guy just being absolutely oh, crazy <laughs> saying the most asinine shit i've ever <laughs> dude i mean he definitely has some issues but who doesn't <laughs> you know I mean, yeah but but if you put on a good show you put on a good show man yeah. see that's the thing man some of the at really... one point axel rose was the best entertainer on the planet <laughs> You know what? That guy was coked out of his mind. <laughs> you know what? I saw him back in the day, I think, in the earlier 2000s or maybe even late 90s before he went on that really crazy kick. And then he went with the bucket head thing and he gained a lot of weight. And like I saw him on live things where he couldn't even hit the notes. You know, it was just. But then I saw him recently and this might have only been a live stream or something. But dude, he sounded good again. He actually sounded like he was off alcohol and stuff like he might have been semi sober. We've all had those moments, man. I mean, it could happen. <laughs> it could happen to anybody. Like, it's weird. I could be like playing. I could go on tour, and then like I'm playing every night, and then I'm just like super solid. And then we get off tour, and it's like three weeks of no shows. I and know. then I'm like, yeah, I'm sitting at home, like learning. I don't know, random stuff. Like I'll learn. You know, I like all kinds of music, so I'll be sitting there working on Stevie Wonder for like a week on piano, and then go back to playing show three weeks later, and it's like, oh shit, I forgot everything, and it's packed here. <laughs> yeah. <Damn it. laughs> uh, with COVID, have you gotten into? Everyone always talks about like murder mystery podcasts and different things like that. But have you gotten into any of those things during COVID, or have you like started I watching did. stuff that you don't normally watch? 
I did for a little bit, um, especially like, especially when, because everything kind of has just been open here in Florida, but right. there was a while where I just wasn't going, I just was like, I refused to go out, just right. didn't seem like the responsible thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, of course I sat at home and watched all the Ted Bundy stuff and all that. <laughs> um, what was the best one, man? Uh, what was the one about the, what, what is it, uh, create evil genius with the guy and he like had the freaking bomb strapped to his neck and robbed the bank. Oh somebody yeah. Else. And yeah. That shit was wild, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think the funniest thing that I got out of all those murder mystery things is how active people were in helping to solve the case. Like not just that the cases were crazy, but for example, like the vanishing at the Cecil Hotel and don't fuck with cats where the person was going around killing cats. Oh, yeah. And then <laughs> but how they solved it was like people on the Internet, like everyday people like you and me were getting involved, looking up like all the stuff together. Yeah, like crazy. piecing stuff together. And so I actually went into some of these groups. So my thing after, you know, because COVID fucked with all of us. And this is kind of horrible to say. But there was, that shit was, that shit, I was just fine with it. Yeah. There, <laughs> there were points where, so I'd go up and I'd look up cold cases, like famous cold cases that are still like being investigated. I'll find the fan groups for them and I'll go into them and I'll start posting like fake information or start posting like trying to figure, think of like the most crazy asinine like theory I could think of. And being like, well, what if what if it was this guy? What if it was like the brother or something? Stuff I know is completely made up. And then just watch him run with it. And like, there'll be a whole thread of like a hundred comments of people like, oh, you're just trolling us. I'm like, no, dude, look, look it up. Go Google it. I promise. I, I swear. And people are getting so mad. So I found some entertainment in that. And I know that's kind of fucked up to say, but it's just, <laughs> just like... a little bit, man. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever had Old Bay? Of course. Okay. I was about to I say, mean, if not, I got to send you a, a can of it because we're crazy about it up here. Crawfish is pretty uh, big down here. Oh, yeah. Dude. <laughs> I went to... I'm not big on them because I'm not, you know, I don't know. It's kind of like eating bugs. And people, like, yeah. suck the juice out of their heads. And I'm no, like, I can't do that. <laughs> now, I've I mean, had like, it. The, the seasoning's good, so like I'll eat the potatoes and the corn. Hell yeah, but... <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> eating the bugs is just a lot of work, and it's just kind of off-putting. <laughs> I've had... The only time I've had them is where I didn't have to open them. Like they were already pre-shucked for me, and I just got really. To eat Where'd you it. get that? It was in New Orleans. I guess it was in a soup. It was like crawfish soup or something like that. Ah, uh, that makes sense. And it was a bisque. So normally, I know that they usually just leave them whole in there, and you take them out, and you do all that stuff. But uh, I mean, we're big in the crabs. I don't view crabs as much as like insects, like maybe those no, things. No, crab is but, delicious. Like, yeah, and they're way easier. They're way easier to open and eat. Yeah. You know? Plus, it's just. I mean. I don't know. I think it's correct when people say, like, crab is not delicious. It's just the butter. Yeah. <laughs> of course I want to eat, you know, half a pound of butter. You know what stinks is that, like, I'm I'm 36, and it's really hard at 36 to, like, date people. And I, I'm actually interested in this one girl that I've been dating, but she's, like, the complete opposite of me. She's, like, anti-mask. 
I was like, oh, you got to come down to Maryland and have some seafood. And she's like, I hate seafood. I'm like, oh, Jesus, we do we do not match at all. Like, you're going to give me COVID and crabs. Like, I, I don't even know what's going on here. You're going to give me COVID. I'm going to give you crabs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> do you subscribe to that theory that there is a galactic federation out there and that just the reason we haven't been invited or know about it is because we're viewed as being too simple of a species, even with all the technology we have. That's the only thing that makes sense, man. Right? I mean, we've we've sent one thing, uh, what is it, Voyager, out to out to see if aliens will ever get it. You yeah. Know? And it's like we sent one thing, and it's going to take millions upon millions of years to get anywhere. If they've already gotten here, they can go back home whenever they want, wherever that is. Yeah. I mean, they're way, way more advanced than we are. <laughs> we haven't even gone to Mars. I lost my train of thought, but I was going to go into to some deeper shit. But, like, I just, I think I just, I just want to know, I guess, is my point. Like, know for sure that there are aliens rather than just the speculation of what I just, probably is. I just think if we knew for a fact and the governments did it now, Knowing humans, it can go one of two ways. Either one, people accept it, they understand it, and then as a human race, we put all the dumb social media stuff behind and all the stuff that's kind of holding us behind and we start focusing more on science and interplanetary you know, living and stuff like that. Or we just start buying all the toilet paper and shit like that and start complaining about, well... The right side wants to blow up the aliens and the left side wants to like give them shelter and be like, oh, we need to interact. And, you know, it's <laughs> like you never know. You never know how that's going to affect us. It's always going to be like that. You know, like there's always going to be people that want to pick the opposite of what other people want. You know, it's always going to be the, the alternative. Why is that so popular, though? Why is it so popular? Like, I, I think half the time people don't even believe what they're saying and they just say it to say it. Absolutely. Like, you're absolutely right. They subscribe to the thing because the way that social media and the internet set up, it's all about views and clicks and likes and comments. So along these lines, I've even seen bands that have faked a breakup just to get people commenting. And I think it's like the cheesiest, like worst <laughs> way to market. Like they literally have the lead singer on one account and then the, the rest of the band on another trash talking each other saying that they kicked out the lead singer and then that's it for the band like if i was dude, a fan fake thing. dude i i don't want to call out the pan but you can look it up it's it's all over it's all over the internet and the one guy i think just, i've heard of this i just don't remember. i don't yeah i don't know the actual I, band that's done it and i think it's been multiple people have done that that's what i'm like, saying i don't even believe i don't even believe daft punk really broke up yeah you know? yeah they're probably just chilling it's just so like two years from now or three years from now when they come out with a new album, everyone's gonna be like, fuck yeah, yeah, we're gonna buy or well, I mean you don't buy albums anymore, but <laughs> we're I've just, gonna listen to this hard. <laughs> I've just never subscribed to the fake it till you make it or the other kind of things where it's just like I just want to know I want organic. So if that means that my podcast only has two hundred monthly listeners, but they listen to every episode and they're invested in what I'm doing, it's so much more worth it than having like it's easy to make social media accounts, put like troll people and put stuff out there to get followers and then switch your name and then switch all the content. Like I see that all the time too, where bands will yes. start like a different thing. It'll be like a cooking Instagram. And then suddenly it's like the band stuff's on it. I'm like, 
wait, now you have 60,000 followers, but no one's invested in what you're doing? Yeah, but no one cares, you know, but you're only getting 85 likes on your things, you know? Yeah, see, yeah. I, I see that. I see when it's like you have 60,000 followers, but you have like maybe 30 likes, like something's off, you know? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I've, I've heard of it. I mean, I'm not really I'm not really fully invested in the social media thing, you know? Um, but I've seen like where you can like pay people for like fake bot likes and shit like that. That's you what know, I was going to say. I don't know how that works or anything. It's probably a little more in-depth than that, but it's wild. <laughs> so so there is and that's that was the next thing i was going to bring up is that i've seen that you can go and pay someone in china or pay like an for an algorithm to go stream your thing or follow your thing so then you're getting like like a band that is like a local band might have like a hundred thousand streams a month but they have like 20 followers <laughs> yeah. i'm like no, how is that possible absolutely. and that's just like that can't be that can't be good. <laughs> like how how do we get to the point where like it's just strictly a numbers thing? It's like no it's like, wonder I feel bad like I play I play in other bands like just like some local products and stuff, but I feel bad like when we put something out and we're all like, "Hey, so for the next week all you're going to do is sit there and play it on play your play that on Spotify so we can get more like plays." Yeah. But it's just like between like five people and their girlfriends are doing that. You know, right. it's not like like we're like cheating a system here. Yeah, exactly. No, it's totally fine. Like even me, I'll like go on and listen to some of my podcasts just to re-listen to them, you know, and try and get better at them. But then if it also gives me a stream, you know, I'm not cheating it. I'm not sitting there like, you know, paying anyone to do it. Oh, dude, did you see the meteor in Florida the other day? I did not. Wait, when was it? Uh, like Monday. Like yesterday? Is today Tuesday? Yeah, I guess it was either yesterday or like this weekend. There was a meteor that you could only see in Florida, and I wasn't sure if you saw it because so many people saw it. And I think I was in uh, I was in the yeah, Virgin, Virgin Islands. Islands yeah, <laughs> so, keep so fucking no. keep fucking forgetting. <laughs> and then I'm I like, wish. damn I it! I even hear about it. Like I didn't even. That, you know what's weird about that's the other thing about social media is like there's so many things that I like personally, and if our phones like listen to us talk and like. They can give me advertisements for the kind of cat food I buy and shit like that. Yep. Like, how the hell do I never know about anything cool that's going on? Well, like everything you want to see, you never see. And it's the shit that you don't want to see that you see that causes you to like react. And then also, yeah. again, it's like even to your point, the fact that they're like not spying on us, but it's it's pretty evident that your microphone on your phone and the things that you type are being recorded. With, without you knowing 100%. So, I mean, and it's used for advertisement. That's what right. it's fucking used for. It's like, it's not used to like keep track of anything about you other than like, what can we fucking sell you? <laughs> and what sucks is they get me every goddamn time. <laughs> I've, I think I bought like, do you remember the show Dinosaurs on Disney? Like, not the mama? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. With the, with the baby dinosaurs, like not the mine. Yeah, I think I rewatched that whole series when they put it on uh, Disney Plus. Disney, exactly. I talked about it on Facebook, and then suddenly I get an advertisement on Instagram for a t shirt with the little baby dinosaur. And of course, I have to buy it, even though I have zero need for it. I've worn it once, and I only wore it once because I felt like it I was like, well, I bought it, so I guess I got to wear it. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, half the stuff I buy online isn't stuff that I need it's stuff that I want but they get me and then I feel guilty because it's what I'm against 
yet I still fall for it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so weird, but it's weird. Like it's that I don't know. I'll get like advertised for like this band's playing here. Well, I mean, obviously this is a while ago, but like this band's playing here. And it's like some bit. Like, I don't fucking listen to this band, but it's like I love a band called They Might Be Giants. I don't know if you know those guys. I'm a huge fan. Oh yeah, really weird out there. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know, it's out there like poppy, silly stuff. But it's like they were playing at the Beecham, which is like love that a venue. Four minute. It's a four minute walk from my apartment. And I had no idea until I walked downtown and saw it. I was like, oh, well, I want to buy a ticket and go watch this. Like, and then I bought a ticket, went in there, watched the show, got out, and then it was all over my Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> Whatever happened to just yeah. walking up to your local venue and seeing a show? I miss doing that. I feel like well, you I mean, used to be able to do that. Helps a lot, you know? Yeah, that's true. There's, a, you know, there's some cool stuff that comes through here. But then again, like here, I don't know if you know Orlando, but like downtown, we have some venues and then like. Then there's like House of Blues, which is like the Disney area, which right. I'd never, I'd never go to. You know, and that's like like 25 minutes away from actual downtown Orlando. Yeah, so I'm actually like, Disney is not in Orlando. Disney's in Kissimmee. Yeah, Kissimmee, right? I um, I'm I think Orlando just because of music. Being up in Maryland is okay, and we're actually really close to like New York, DC, Philly, and stuff. So as far as touring and stuff like that, it's great. As far as um really being able to have that one-on-one communication with bands that I'm interested in managing, it's hard. So Orlando would be the spot that I would move to if I, especially in our scene, cause there's a lot of, I mean, there's a ton of local bands that have potential that aren't out there well, yet, you know? <laughs> so I feel like, and plus I'm a, are you into wrestling at all? <laughs> no. Yeah. So I'm, I wasn't either. And it's half embarrassing, half not. Like, half of me doesn't give a fuck, but then the other half of me understands why people look at me like, you like fake wrestling? Like, that doesn't really make sense. And I used to love it when I was younger. Yeah, same. Well, that was back when they had, like, the Stone Cold era and The Rock and stuff like that, you know? Yeah, back when it was awesome. Yeah, when it was, like, pop culture. And then it kind of went to, like, the family show, and it started to get really cheesy and, like, super fake. But what I realized is... I didn't watch wrestling for like 25 years or whatever. Like I watched it when I was in middle school and when I was young, by the time I got to high school, I didn't really watch it anymore. Definitely not in college. Like maybe I would catch an episode if it happened to be on the TV or something like that. But for the most part, like I never watched it. And then about two years ago, three years ago, I started getting, I got back into it cause it was randomly on and I don't remember them using blood or doing any, or having some of this extreme shit. And I remember the episode was just very, different than what I remember and kind of back to that attitude area. But what I notice is that they've gone away. I think everyone by this point understands that it's a story, that it's entertainment. So instead of trying to put on that facade that it's real, like when we were younger, they're like, oh, this is real. The Undertaker is really dead. You know, all that stuff. Yeah, I think that that whole thing's gone. (laughs) Yeah, I think it actually made the product better because they're not trying to pull that thing over your head. They're like, okay, enjoy the storyline. And they concentrate more on the athletes now because they're on Fox Network. So they try to make it more about the actual wrestling and the moves. And I have so much respect for the athletes because I see oh, yeah. re- I see wrestling like touring, like being a musician and touring. You're always on the road. You're going from arena to arena, 
the physical toll. The best show you possibly can. Exactly. And then like the physical toll that it puts on you. I don't know if people realize that the ring isn't soft. Like I think people think, oh, when they jump off, they land and it there's it there's like springs and all this stuff. It's not no, like that. Like, these people can actually get hurt doing this stuff, you know? It's, it's not <laughs> they, just like, oh, anybody could do that. Like I've take, jumped off take a of bunch of steroids and throw me around. Yeah, that's fine. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it's not like that at all. No. It's... I know I know wrestlers that are, you know, amateur wrestlers, but right. you know what they do is crazy, man. Like doing triple backflips off the top and being able to land it properly without breaking your neck to me is just or breaking re- someone else's neck. That's <laughs> the biggest thing is not just hurting yourself, but hurting the other person, I feel like is the biggest thing. So I have a lot of respect for wrestling in that sense. And that's what I'm really into is the athleticism and stuff. Not so much the storylines or not so much all the drama, but just the fact of how much respect they have for him. And I think they've also gone away again because they've gone out from being, Oh, this is a real thing that we're trying to present to you. They do a lot of behind the scene things and they do a lot of these biographies on the wrestlers and show them working out and like working on their character and doing stuff like that to where you're like, okay, so when you see them win, you're not rooting because it's a great storyline. You're rooting for that actual individual person that put in the time and effort to get good at their craft, just like musicians do. So anytime I see a band that does very well, I'm always happy for them. And same thing with wrestling. It's like when you see that person win that championship, you realize it's like a real company. They actually won that championship because they put in the work and they were working on their character and trying to make it the best. And that's the company's way of rewarding them is by giving them the title. I thought it was just strictly storyline. Like, oh, he's going to win this title because that's what the storyline calls for. And then I realized it's actually the opposite. A lot of these people are winning the championship because behind the scenes, they're going to all the acting classes. They're putting in the work at the gym and they're doing all that stuff. So that kind of, for me, is why I got back into it. Dude... I, mean, I, I, I I agree with you though, you know, like, yeah. I mean, I, I, I think that I, I just can't get past the whole, the drama that they try to, it is, you know, sell, sell to you with the storylines. So it's just like, okay, all right. like, there, this is just, it's just a soap opera with Jack. Yeah. <laughs> it's, there is still those moments and everyone that watches wrestling will say this. Just roll your eyes. Like, yeah, uh. exactly. There's still these moments where though I'll go for a couple weeks and not watch the show because I'm like, I, I just not interested in what's going on. And then right there's now. like all these other different versions. So like uh that like the restaurant I work at, like we like every week we make food for NXT wrestlers. Oh, really? That's cool. Which which it's it's kinda cool, man. We go over like I go over to their facility and you can just like do see them just like working on their routines and stuff and it's kind of I don't know, it's kinda awesome. It's like, man, these guys are pretty ripped. <laughs> you know? I've said this before and I mean it. I don't think I'll ever do it or get the opportunity to. I really, really want to train and learn how to take a real bump and like learn how to do the moves and actually go do a wrestling match like so bad. (laughs) But I also know. Wonton dive. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, I could do some of that stuff. Well, okay. So Pat McAfee, I don't know if you ever watch him. Are you into sports at all? I see you have your Orlando jersey and stuff. Uh, well, I mean, unfortunately, I'm an Orlando Magic fan. <laughs> the um, so Pat McAfee used to be the punter or the kicker for the Colts, and then okay, he I, went. I, I knew the name. I just okay. Didn't, 
put it together. Not, and, I'm not too into football. No. I don't know. Well, I didn't a little back into it, but it was like it's been a while since I've watched it. Really. So I didn't, you know, I didn't it's know. It's really who. that Tom Brady's now for the Buccaneers, and I'm like, all right, football's okay. cool. Again. Okay, yeah. Now I know. <laughs> that must have been a lot of fun too, being in that area when or down in Florida when they won last year. Oh yeah, I mean it wasn't just them. It was the Tampa, it was Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Tampa Bay Lightning. Yep. And then the Miami Heat were in the you know the finals last year. Like it was just Florida, Florida, Florida. You know. Yeah, I. Uh, oh, and and the Tampa and the Tampa Bay Rays. Oh yeah, but they're always good, dude. They always have some good talent on there. It's just that they can't keep them. Yeah, you're, you know. They but literally everyone. Crazy the- how Florida was just involved with everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it really is. Yeah, Florida's a funny state. <laughs> it's like I love so much about it, but then there's a lot of it that it's just like the extreme. Like I've talked about how like there literally needs to be a Florida only news station. Like Florida is the weirdest state. I, I swear, there's a lot of parts that I don't like. Yeah, there's a lot of like I love Orlando, um, and I love a lot of places on the West Coast. Right. And then other than that, like I. You know, I probably wouldn't live anywhere else. Yeah, same. Uh, if you swipe here, I have a, a, head, a Florida headline. Uh, this Florida man kidnapped a scientist and held him hostage. Oh, the, this guy's definitely from Florida. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, it's just so funny because anytime I see it, like, if I see a headline and it doesn't say Florida in it, but it's crazy, you can this tell. This wearing a tap out t-shirt, you can tell. It's oh my God, I guarantee t-shirt. it's a tap out t-shirt. <laughs> I wish I could like expand the thing and I had a photo, if I had a good producer, I'd have like a photo shopped picture of this guy with a tap out shirt on. But yeah, he- he uh, his dog, can have scientists to make his dog immortal. <laughs> like on one hand, like that's only a Florida like news thing, you know? Like it would never happen anywhere else in the world. And on one hand, you're like, you can't be kidnapping scientists. On the other hand, you're like, I don't blame you, dude. I, I totally yeah. see where you were coming from. Oh, absolutely. You know, but it's like, where where did he find the scientist? <laughs> and right? what kind of scientist was this guy? <laughs> um, we were talking about space earlier. If you guys had the opportunity, the supervillains, to be the first band to play a show on Mars, would you do it? I mean, I would. I don't know about every other member in the band. Yeah. You know, because you know that's like a three month trip. <laughs> that is true. You you better be getting a couple tours worth of money for that. I would assume. Yeah, it's definitely gonna have to pay us pretty well, you know. Uh, and then you know, I guess Mars has an atmosphere, right? We can make sound there. Well, I would I would think it would be in a bubble and everything would be safe, but there are a lot of factors that go into it. Like you could die on the way there, or you could be. That's why the keyword would you be the first band to do it without necessarily, like yeah, it seems safe and every they've taken every precaution, but you don't know. Speaking from speaking for myself, absolutely, because like when I was like the first thing I ever wanted to be was an astronaut. Yes, so, is everyone's I mean, first thing to be an astronaut? Do you think? I mean, I'm sure it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot of it, but um. Yeah, I mean, but I was like gung ho about it. Like I, I was raised uh, Baptist. I went to a private Baptist school, um, and I remember the moment that I stopped believing in Jesus Christ. And it was uh, in a in a we had a science guy come talk at like chapel mm-hmm. every Wednesday. We had that. Yeah, and uh, I raised my hand and asked a question. Um, something about like if there was a like I heard there was a black hole like somewhere near a galaxy. Something about if the black like there was like why hasn't it like sucked us all up into it and are we already are already inside the black hole and we just don't know it 
Right. And he, that was in front of like the whole school. So like everyone was just kind of like, what the hell did this kid just ask? And uh, yeah, and he just laughed at it and just told me that black holes don't exist and that they're just put there as an extra thing to, for uh, Christians to, you know, stray away from believing in Jesus Christ. But this was a science guy. And yes, and I was well. It's just a Christian school, and that's how they oh, are. Like, you, you, so, okay, you can't talk yeah. about dinosaurs, right? Talk right. about dinosaurs, <laughs> like, and it just it one. It made me super embarrassed, and it just like crushed my crushed me at like you know nine years old, and I was just like, all right, well, that that, that can't be true. That but like science is true. So this Jesus doesn't exist. <laughs> my experience so i went to catholic school and you know catholics are super strict as well and god bless this teacher i guess i'll say that but (laughs) really not and i was i think i'm pretty sure i was fourth grade fourth or fifth grade and we were in religion class and in front of the whole class my religion teacher tells me that my dad and i'm adopted again my dad's jewish my mom's catholic i was raised catholic but my dad's jewish and she basically told me in front of the whole class, your, your dad's not going to heaven because he's Jewish. And I was like, Jesus was Jewish. You're telling me he's not going to, like, I remember Jesus having. Jesus was a fucking Jew. <laughs> I remember having, like, we took up the whole class to have it, and I was getting so upset and mad. And I know that's what she believed, and she's just teaching what they taught us. But from that moment forward, I just, I was done. I was done with <laughs> it's just religion. like, yeah, you cannot believe what pastors tell you or anything. Like, yeah. They're all just idiots just trying to pass around this fake faith to keep people from killing themselves because i i feel like when you're that Sorry, e- it's a little dark but it's pretty true <laughs> it is true i like to on on the topic of religion though even even i like to give my mom a hard time because she's super religion religious so anytime yeah. she talks about like religion and god i'm like aliens <laughs> i'm just like Aliens, mom. Well, well, Come on. Well, 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 God's an alien. Yeah. I mean, to me, if you think about it, and listen, and I, I don't mean this out of disrespect, but like to me, common sense says, is it more likely that some God, some random God just suddenly made the earth and did all this other stuff that we read about in the Bible? Or could it be, or is it more likely based on different things that we've learned from ancient civilizations? Like, like this, like the they they found that first computer, quote unquote, and where it had like mechanical, different like mechanical stuff. But this is from like before Jesus, you know, yeah. like crazy shit like that. So are you telling There's me that so much crazy shit that it's from way before, you know, document is way before Jesus and all that other shit. That's like doesn't make any sense. Like, I don't know the Nasdaq lines. It's like it's like an airport that they made yeah <laughs> you can only see it from the ground and these people like weren't flying anything it's like why the hell did they make that i just yeah like this it says research claim breakthrough in the study of so a two thousand year old anti-kithera mechanism but it's basically a calculator to like you know read the stars and stuff like that but even to have that technology back then you know like and we still can't you know unless i look at my google <laughs> was it the google sky well, you probably or whatever could if you didn't have you know tv and your phone and internet and that's true guitars and school and work that you have to do to pay your bills like you know we're are, we're overloaded with all the shit that we have to do and then like how we learn things these days back then it was like well you have the sky and the earth and right figure it out <laughs> you know? 
like there was the, no job to go to to like pay your bill you know it was like like you had to do these things in order to know that like whereas yeah, now part of civilization it's like their civilization back then was like 25 people you just kind of pull your weight somehow yeah exactly <laughs> like it's it's strange how technology we full advance and it, it makes us smarter in one sense but much dumber in another sense absolutely i hate i hate when someone asks me a question that they could literally look up themselves <laughs> like i had the other day someone was like and it was a random topic it's not even like they asked me something about music or they asked me something about management they were like hey do you know about blah 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 i'm like dude you couldn't have just look that up on google so hey, now you ex- of montana yeah something that I, yeah <laughs> so then they expect me to go google it for them and then come back with a response and tell them what i'm like you could have just done this yourself and it's just so annoying like some I mean, people it, it's kind of fun sometimes like if you especially if you're just like in conversation and like you're just mm-hmm. like try, you know just see what someone else knows you know I don't know. I guess I, but, but I'm not like I don't know. Eventually, you're just gonna look at your phone and look it up. Yeah, like in conversation, I totally get. But to just ask some random person some random thing, <laughs> like hey, as you're staring at your phone. When uh, before the podcast, I took a quick nap because I've been up trying to do some more research and like make sure all the cameras and stuff worked. Uh, Lucky. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I guess you could call it that. Um, and. I woke up because I kept getting all these messages and I had about 50, I had about, I would say like eight text messages and like 50 online messages where people were like, yo, what's the code for 311's pre-sale? I'm like, how the fuck am I supposed to know that? Like, (laughs) isn't that something you could look up yourselves? And I'm pretty sure it's been the same thing for the last 10 years, which is their pre-sale code is always like Unity or something like that. Why are all these people asking you? Yeah, like why would you think that I have some in with 311 that I know something that you don't? collectively thought like, hey, you know who would know this? Just Josh. Just Josh. <laughs> just Josh Pocket. I loved your tagline too. Say say just Josh ten times fast. Down in Florida, I know from touring down in Florida, the one thing I always notice they have like those bugs where it's like a freaking like hurricane of bugs and you're driving down the highway and your whole windshield is just Oh love bugs. Love bugs, right. Covered yeah, up love in love bugs, them. you hate them. Hate to love them. Like what's the point of them? Do they do anything? I, I don't know. There's a lot of uh, there was like this theory that went around that said that like uh, love bugs were created like in a lab at yeah. uh, University of Florida. So they were created to eat mosquitoes, but then all they all they did was just fuck and just create more of them, and that's why they got were called love bugs. Right. But that, it, that that's not true. But it's a very it was very convincing. A lot of people believe that. <laughs> well, is it not? Because aren't they only in Florida? I believe so. I mean, I, I mean, it could. I mean, I haven't. You know. This is something you could Google, man. Why are you asking? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would if I had a producer. They'd just pull this shit up. I just don't. Uh, I don't have the time. But no, yeah. I, I I don't know. But yeah, they, they, they do suck. But evidently, they're just the naturally just annoying insects that come around, you know, once a year. And this is a headline, dude. I'm not making up. Fungus full of psychedelic drugs could cause Indiana brood X cicadas butts to fall off. That is the fucking thing. <laughs> so there's this huge picture of this bug of the cicada it in the article. And then I'm just thinking, like, can you imagine if you were like tripping 
and then suddenly your butt just fell off and you're just staring at it you're like what the fuck is going and then you can't tell if you're tripping or if you actually if your ass actually fell off but i don't know i just thought it was the funniest headline so i want to shout out the south bend tribune <laughs> that posted this article because must be a very slow slow weekend um another thing i don't know uh if you can switch over so i, I thought this oh I, dude is that a sculpture of that guy see that's what i'm saying so there is an article that i read today that i thought would be interesting for us to look through and basically is people now i think two of them and i'll point them out i think two of them people dressed up and went to that museum and tried to copy it oh so this is just like people that just happen to look like the art yes so some of them are really good where you can tell it's just a random ass dude that walked in the museum was like holy fuck they made some art about me and then two of them i think are actually made up so you can see this guy looks pretty damn close to that sculpture i mean he's got the beard and like the facial that guy (laughs) right that's what i'm saying like what would you do well this is mine obviously i'm going home with it yeah (laughs) this this priceless piece of artwork is coming home with me i am not definitely not selling it on the black market and then look at this guy so this guy i think actually might have dressed up because like who brings tobacco with them like he's rolling a joint right now or like a cigar i i I know people that roll tobacco At a museum, I like did, I guess so. I guess you're right. I mean, if he yeah. just happened to have it on him, it's really the it's really what he's wearing. Like, who fucking dresses like that? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, did you really go, or is this something where you dressed up? Because the hair is perfect, the nose, and like the slight beard. But the fact that I don't know, it's just like he's got the collared dark thing with the white shirt underneath. Like, it just it looks too much of a coincidence to be real. Yeah, I, it's yeah that outfit he definitely went and. God, I hope he didn't spend money on it for that picture. <laughs> Look at this baby. I mean, I guess in a sense, like any baby, blonde-haired lots baby. Of babies look, yeah, lots of babies look alike. So, but I guess the fact that he's wearing that brown, like the blue kind of get-up, it's just so weird. It's so now, funny. They had this, now, hopefully they had a little dog. The next one. Now, this one is kind of creepy because it looks like they actually painted her face. Oh, I got to get a little closer. Sorry. That is kind of creepy. Get like the shadow, like over the eyes. Look, little death stare. Like someone said, the Mona Lisa. If you look at it at a certain angle, like it changes or something, or there's something where there's like a hidden painting behind it, or it's drawn in a different painting. I read somewhere just crazy shit like I don't that. No, Mona Lisa is a weird one. Like, why do people like that? <laughs> it really is not that guy. I know this guy. I'm like, ah, it's pretty easy to do. But he does look like I'm like again. It's like the nose structure. He's got that little bend, um, and then his hair is just ridiculous. Now this guy's kind of creepy too. Like this one, you can tell is real, but like he does look like that guy. Now, see, this one again, I don't know. Did this guy actually dress up? Who who walks around in a get up like that? Yeah, this guy tried. That's what see, that's what I think. He had to have tried because he's got like the the see through undershirt on. Yeah, that's pretty yeah, I mean I mean unless, you know, to each his own. You know, I'm not judging him. <laughs> if this was a Florida museum, I, I would I would think that maybe he happened to just walk in like that. <laughs> <laughs> It's also like, are these people paying money to dress up like these characters to get a picture like that? 
Well, see, that's the thing. That's another thing that we were talking about earlier. You never know these days. The things that are looked to be natural or look to be coincidence are always produced up or staged. Like, there's no real reality show these days. There's no real... They, they even have scripts. Yeah, absolutely. And, like, like I, I, I get it. I get you want the product to be the best it can be. But, I mean, that's... what I. I like my podcast because I don't understand how people watch TV, man. Like, a lot, especially a lot of those shows. Like, dude, do you know there's still people that watch The Bachelor? <laughs> like, why? Uh, <laughs> what? What is the appeal of The Bachelor? Like, what no is idea. the is it is? And I know it's a mostly female demographic, but like, no, there's a lot of dudes that watch it too. Like, I mean, yeah, but it's like I don't care if it's mostly female. It's like, come on, ladies. Like, wait, like, are you really watching? Oh man, I hope he picks Becky. <laughs> I can't wait. I mean, to get fully emotionally invested in the show, it just it blows my mind. I don't know how people do it. I it's weird. The older you get, the stuff that you, when you were younger, like your your views totally change because you're not as naive and and stuff like that to the world. But I remember being younger and thinking I was watching like Looney Tunes on Nickelodeon or something like the old school cartoons and thinking I'm never going to grow out of MTV or cartoons or anything. Now, I don't watch cartoons as much unless it's like Star Wars or something like that. And I don't watch reality TV and I haven't watched MTV in years because they don't actually play music anymore. And I don't even oh, yeah. I, I'm so surprised that they haven't there isn't another station that hasn't come around yet. That's strictly music and plays strictly music videos and has music related content on it. Like, yeah, it's kind of wild how that just has never come back. You know, I want to start like, one so bad. It's like they had MTV and then, and then all the reality shows came there and they changed that to MTV two. Right. And then MTV two just did the same thing that MTV did. It was like, all right, just no more music. All right. Even though you guys all watch this, yeah. <laughs> everybody loved this. We're just not doing it anymore. I just can't. I I guess my point of saying that like your views change Here's is that flavor of love with flavor plays. Where? <laughs> Whoa! Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that was another thing I was going to bring up. Can you can you believe that there was a reality show where that was the prize? Like your prize was flavor flav. <laughs> if we had a world war or there was some national like uh some like environmental catastrophe, like our whole infrastructure would be shut down. We, w- we wouldn't be I mean, able yeah. to have electricity. We wouldn't be able to have all this stuff that we would have. To, you know, the fact that we don't even have like a super. Like Japan and China have those super trains that can get you from like one part of the city to the next in like a minute. God, that would be so awesome. You know, <laughs> well, actually up here, I know they've had it in place. I assume with everything going on, it's kind of put to the back burner. But they're supposedly trying to start a train system from like New York down to like Virginia or down to like mm-hmm. the Carolinas. That's one of those super speed ones. So I could get from like Baltimore to DC in like 20 minutes. Yeah. They were talking about put one in Florida too. Like I think it was supposed to go from like Miami to wherever the hell, but either way, one that would just be fun to be on. And two, it was just, that sounds awesome. <laughs> you mean yeah. I can get somewhere without a plane ticket? Like I can get somewhere faster. Mm-hmm. Cause but let me tell you about my flights here. Airlines are the worst thing on the face of the planet. Oh, my goodness. Dude, TSA and all that stuff is just a bunch of garbage. It almost got worse. It's Oh, it's absolutely worse, especially especially during COVID. It's like, oh, my God, dude. Like, what are these guys even doing? And they're all just pissed off, and they talk to you like you're garbage. It's like, dude, I paid 
two hundred something dollars for this flight. How could you just talk to me like this? <laughs> I um we were going I think it was for a funeral or a wedding or something like that. And they were supposed to have this closet or cubbies or something. I brought like a suit, right? But because it was such a short trip, I couldn't really sit there and iron it or, you know, get it dry clean. So I had to make sure I, I kept it. So I had it on my on like on my carry-on. And what I did is I folded it over nice and neat and I stuck it. I didn't want to stick it up in the thing because I didn't want it to get wrinkled and just be sitting up there. So what I did mm -hmm. is I folded it in half neatly and I stuck it under my seat, which I thought you could do because you're allowed to have a bag or something. Yeah. Dude, the hostess gave me such a hard time. Like she grabs my suit from under. She's like, you can't have that here. I'm like, what's the point? So I can have this big ass bag, my big ass book bag with my laptop and my camera and everything else in it. But I can't have my suit folded neatly underneath it it's not sticking out it's not in anyone's way i don't understand what the big deal is she wouldn't even she just grabs it no joke crumples it up like it wasn't even oh she didn't even God. try and lay it she literally grabbed it threw it in the container over shut the container and was like and just walks away like how can they treat people like this and you're paying them you're, I, you're paying them it's crazy how I, what they can do to you i was so <laughs> speechless i was so speechless i had i, I was so like did that just really happen? And I was so pissed I was about to get off the flight and just take my shit and go. But luckily, another hostess came up to me after I complained and took it and went up to the front and put it into the captain's closet and let me, like, leave it hung up. on. I'm like, and then I, I told her, I was like, thank you so much. But I asked earlier if I could hang it in a closet because I know that they have specific closets for passengers to hang stuff in. And I was like, I don't see what the big deal is. And she's like, oh, it's not a big deal. Oh, it's fine. I was like, well, that's not how I just got treated by that other woman. Like, it was just crazy. Yeah, it's just... It was a big deal. Like, it's crazy flying as a musician in an airline. Oh, I can't Cause, imagine. Because it's like, they're supposed to be able to use your instrument as a carry-on. Right. You're supposed to be able to, be able to carry it on, put it put it overhead. Yep. It's just like, it's a law that they made a few years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, But... I mean, granted, we kind of fly cheaper airlines, but still, it's like always a hit or miss. It's like right. sometimes you go through and they're just like, oh, excuse me, sir, you have we have to charge you for that. And it's like, uh, no, you don't. It's my carry-on. They're like, no, we have to charge you. That's going to be $60. And then every time, once they say that, you know you're handing them $60. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But you're just going to go through this argument and be like, dude, <laughs> the past five flights, I didn't have to pay anything. Um, then... And then they're going to charge you, and they're going to be like, oh, well, now we have to gate check it. That means they're going to put it underneath, and you're just like, no, that's my $1,000 guitar. And yeah. you're not just going to throw it around. That's going on the plane. You just charge me $60. You know? Right. And it's just crazy to me. And then and then sometimes it happens on the same flight between two different musicians. Like It'll be like Dom carrying a cymbal case onto a flight. Right. You know, and be like, no, it's my carry-on. And they're like, no, and they'll charge him. You know, be like, oh, you got to pay $60. Oh, and then here God. I come, five minutes behind him, walking out with my guitar. They don't say a word to me. Let me just walk right on. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, what was the difference? Why'd you charge him and not me? <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah. And it's then also crazy. like, what is going on here? Where's the miscommunication? And where is my, you know, where's the base that I can use to be like, no, you can't charge me for this. <laughs> right. Where is the actual facts to say, this is what we allow this. And can, can we just stick to it and keep it consistent? Yeah. That's all Instead I'm asking. Just being like, consistency. No, we're not allowing you on the plane unless you pay us. <laughs> That's why I think money's so silly. That's why, like, I want to get back to bartering, dude. 
<laughs> Did you ever see that TV show where like the guy would, I mean, this was super produced up too, but he would basically start with like a paper clip or something stupid and then trade up to like a hundred dollar item with someone else. And then they would keep doing these trades till he would get like a car. That's pretty amazing. No, like he would Send go on Craig's. Way. Yeah. He would go on eBay and Craigslist and like trade and barter with people and like start a bartering thread on like Reddit. And then he would like build up. And I, and I think a lot of it was fake. Like, they did it to show the concept of it, but I don't know if he actually... Like, I could be wrong, but just knowing reality shows, I would assume that it was all fake. But yeah, this guy got real creative. He started with, like, a paperclip, traded someone for, like, a broken watch, then traded that broken watch for parts for something more expensive, and then worked his way up till he had a car. And I was just like... And that's how he said he buys stuff. Because he said, like, you know, the dollar is losing value, and again, it's, it's not... Is it really like what is a dollar? What is money? It's just paper that we What's use money? to like, yeah, like <laughs> I don't know. Money to me is silly. That's why when people, it is silly, man. I mean, you obviously have to have some, right? You have to, <laughs> but I, that's why I think it's just funny when I see rich people that like think they're better because of money. Like to me, the value of someone is: Are you a good person? Do you work hard? Are you like? Are you not murdering people? That's, we, you I know, wish we value that more. Absolutely. I yeah. wish that was valued more. <laughs> um, since we're doing to- like headlines and stuff like that, I got I got a couple Florida news ones that I can throw out here just because you're in Florida. And I always love talking about Florida stuff real quick. I've actually never been to Disney in that sense. Like I've never gotten to see... Like, Dis- like Disney World proper? Yeah, like the real Disney. Space Mountain, like when I was a kid, was fantastic. Yeah. Super trippy and like... Yeah. You hear stories of how people died on it, so it's kind of like scary. Oh yeah, like, yeah. Ooh. And then yeah. we we had Alien Encounter, dude. Alien Encounter was the shit. Was Indiana was Jones just... there? Did they have the Indiana Jones stunt thing? Yeah, yeah. Is something that like Disney that, World or is that um, that might be Epcot too, or that might be something that might, different. That might be Epcot. I don't know if that's. Or it could be Disney World. I can't remember. I just Honestly. remember not being I'm really not one disappointed. Of those that's like obsessed with the theme parks. You know? Yeah, no, me either. Universal's kind of cool. Me either. Yeah. You know. I do want to go because I've never been, but I, I can see how it would be awkward. Like, people think it's awkward when just adults go and you're not going with the family. At the same time, I don't see what the big deal is. Like, Disney's fun yeah. for everyone. And it's expensive as shit, dude. I think another strange thing about Disney that I learned from this article or from this headline is that the uh, the small world ride that you see, one... It's the creepiest ride. Oh, my God. It's so creepy. And this is what makes it creepier. So the first aspect of it is that the hair on the dolls, it actually grows. They actually have to have someone come in and, like, cut the hair. How creepy is that? Are they, like, a bunch of Chia Pets? I don't know. I think they said it's something about the material that they use, like the the yarn or the fibers in the hairs, because Florida is so uh, moist. Imagine having to be the guy to cut the hair of the kids at it's a small world yeah to keep it trim and looking nice otherwise it like gets weird I wonder what they pay that i wonder what they pay that guy or gal i hope it's like a skyscraper where it's a really simple job but it's so dangerous and creepy that they're just like here here's a hundred thousand dollars to cut the hair of these dolls i wonder if they could get fired for doing a bad job i would assume if you like <laughs> put a mohawk into like one of the female it's a small world ones or like like you might lose your job yeah, you might lose your job. But here's the second here's the second creepy part of it. Not only does the hair grow on the dolls and they have to actually have someone come in and like cut the hair and style the hair because it grows. Even with the electricity off, even with all the park shut down, 
the dolls never stop moving. Because I guess when they built it, it was on a different system that doesn't necessarily shut off. So even when the ride itself is shut down and off, the dolls still move. I really appreciate you coming on this podcast. I feel kind of bad because we, we, we did go over the, the allotted time in the sense of uh, I do try to keep these to an hour. but um, And we did absolutely talk about nothing. <laughs> Sick. That's my favorite kind of conversation right there. 